Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Design Recharge. I'm I'm your host, Diane Gibbs, and I am joined by my good friend Brian White. And Brian has um, is one of the most humblest, most prolific designers, and he's so nice and he's so helpful. So I'm super excited. I'm glad to have everybody in the chat um, and joining us live. So thanks for coming. So thank you, Brian, for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. I kept telling Brian, it's just me. It's just these conversations me and them have all the time. I'm like, hey, can you help me really quick? And he's just really <laughs> good at that stuff. And he's, you're, you're a great teacher, too, just so you know. So thanks. some people don't know maybe who you are. And so I want to give them an opportunity to understand who you are. And I learned something new about you today, even. So can you tell us a little bit about your background and where your love for design and art began? Uh, yeah, it, it went back, back in junior high, I had an incredible art teacher, and I uh, started skateboarding, Bones Brigade, I'm going to throw out some old, old stuff, <laughs> Lance Mountain, Tony Hawk, I actually got to skate with Tony Hawk once when I came to Kansas City, that was pretty fun, cool. so that skate culture kind of moved into high school, and I had another incredible art teacher, Pat Nemchok, in Lawrence High School, and uh, just she really pushed doing all sorts of art, uh, illustration, uh, pastels, oil painting, um, printmaking, all sorts of stuff. We even did screen prints. And uh, it really gave me a love of just all sorts of art. And we even dabbled a little bit in design, but back then there was <laughs> they couldn't afford the computers and, you know, just didn't have the, the stuff there. So Right. So even so, was anybody in your family artsy? Uh, my grandma was. Uh, she was a painter, and um, it sounds like from what I found out, um, I have Czechoslovakian, Hungarian kind of background. That there was a couple artists way back when, and my dad has always drawn and um, drawn like he does display design, so like showcases for jewelry stores. But he can visualize it and then just draw it up. So. So one thing you t told me, and um, this is kind of a theory I have. I would love to do like a study. Like I think that'd be cool, but I don't really want to have to do the study. I want somebody else to do the study. Um, but the you said I think your dad was he an entrepreneur? Yes, yes. So yeah, definitely, my grandfather started one of the top ten displays companies in the world, basically in 1954. But um, the display industry is really volatile, and so after 9-11, my family lost everything. So, so dis display meaning, like, what, like, big print? Uh, well, back then, like, Barney displays, you know, like, Barney video displays, like, big purple dinosaurs. Even back in, like, the early 80s, like, Schultz, like, Peanuts, the mm -hmm. Hallmark Cards was one of their big clients. So kind of point-of-purchase displays? Is that yes. Okay. Yeah. So you would they, see them in stores and they would be um, featuring a certain product usually, yeah, yeah. right? So I, you know, from that, I, I looked at the marketing and the branding of what they were working on. And um, they have a design studio that had about 12 designers, I think. And I got to go hang out after school and mess around on Macs. And, like uh, what age? Uh May 16, 17, from around there, 18, yeah. So All right. 
before college. So. Right. So you go and um, you have this influence. So your dad's always been an entrepreneur? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I have this theory. Kids <laughs> with entrepreneur parents, they don't have the, um, they don't have to, uh, I think it can be a stigma or there can be the pressure or it's like you already kind of know what it takes to be an entrepreneur because you you've seen it your whole life and so it doesn't even affect you like I think there is um, like the having to trust yourself to make all the money is can be really scary for a lot of people and so there'll be really the safety in the job you know because that's what you know everybody's done in their family or whatever so I feel like the kids of entrepreneurs get um, they're gifted with these extra wings because they don't that, do you know what I mean like maybe yeah Anyway, yeah. he doesn't agree with my thing, but that's okay. No, I do. <laughs> I think, I don't know, it's kind of ingrained in you, yeah, that just like. Uh, well, and how hard do you have to work? Yes, yeah, you have to work very hard. So. But so you started your business in 96, which 20 years ago, <laughs> and that was, that's a long time ago, but that's pretty ballsy to get you know, start pretty young. You said you were 21. You guys can do the math for later. Um, <laughs> but in, so you were 21 starting your own business and that, um, that can be overwhelming, but you just did it and you, you know. I had a lot of help from my family. Um, I was, I was in KU um, and getting paged in class and back then they didn't have a cell phone or I did, I couldn't afford a cell phone really. So, had to run out of class and go and, you know, figure out what was going on. So, um, but what I ended up doing was in 96 uh, from skate, skateboarding, skating, inline snowboarding, just loving the skate culture and wanted to come up like everyone, like a screen, screen printing business. And so cheese ball was born <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, it's just funny. So I look back and um, I just learned so much. Uh, I think Jostens, they do all sorts of stuff in Kansas, but they're all over. They do like high school yeah. manuals and stuff like that. They they left or they were leaving Kansas, I guess. And I got a great deal on a forehead printer, a flash dryer and just tons of ink. And so... Uh, I did the garage, you know, setup, you know, printing shirts, and then um, it kind of snowballed out, and we started um, selling it. Played against sports. That was a pretty, you know, that was a while ago. Yeah, for but, sure. Yeah, so it it was interesting because learning, you know, how to market and how to distribute, how to inventory, how to build your website from scratch what front page Microsoft stuff you know um, that was back then when you did a rollover and you kind of jumped up and down because you're so excited the color changed <laughs> right right yeah, so but that's one of I think your superpowers is that you've been in the web design business for 20 years and a lot of people can't say that and you've really seen it kind of evolve and change and um, how UX UIs really developed over time and the things we did, right? A rollover was huge back yes. then and different colors and there was tables and everything, you know, when we- Yeah, there was no padding, you know. If you wanted the padding, you put another table and say- 
or a blank uh, invisible image yes. right yeah. Oh, yeah. Invisible gifts and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, well, what was your design education like? So you were at University of Kansas, right? Well, actually, I I got a half ride scholarship to MIAD, Milwaukee Institute of Art and Design, and I went there for six months, and I loved about half of it and hated about half of it, and I I can't stand like really cold weather. <laughs> And literally, you had to, like, sled to school. And that was downtown Milwaukee. And, yeah, it was it was interesting. So and they wouldn't let you, you know, I was more like, I want to get my apartment, do some stuff. And they they made you stay in this dorm that had no windows and just, yeah, mm. it was awful. So I came back to KU for a semester, and I was like, no, no, I'm not ready to be here. So I, I liked it, but um, I ended up, yeah, using most of my money that my parents had saved up and I had saved up uh, and went out to L.A. for a year. And that really opened my eyes because I, I went to Biola, which is just south of L.A. You know, my dad and I, you know, rent a car to go visit the place. We're from Kansas, and we drive down Rosecrans Avenue, which goes through Compton, and you're – you know, it's like these two Kansas guys going through Compton. <laughs> it was pretty bad, but um, no, it was it was a good deal. So um, I learned a lot and met a lot of neat people. And Facebook, I, I mean, a lot of people hate hate on Facebook, but it that's the only way I've connected with some of the people you know from back then. So it's been fun. So Jed wants to know if you're a Jayhawks fan. Uh, yes. Yeah. I was born in Lawrence and yeah, it's my, my parents actually drove us when we won in 88, uh, around, around like up on campus <laughs> amidst, you know, everyone going crazy. So oh, yeah, that's fun. Big, big Jayhawk fan. So basketball was invented here. So it's, it's kind of big. So. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. So I don't, so Peter said something CPT and I don't know what that is. So Peter, you're going to have to write that. <laughs> Do you know what that is? Uh, no. Okay, good. Me and Brian both don't know what it is. So then really your design education was a lot on your own. Um, you kind of pick stuff off the marketing stuff and the business stuff you kind of had ingrained from being your dad's kid, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. CPT is Compton for short. I guess <laughs> girls from Alabama and uh, guys yeah, from Kansas. We don't I don't know, know that one. So. Thanks for keeping us in the know, Peter. All right. So, um, you know, one of my questions was, so really you go to L.A., you never finished your degree, and you were studying painting with a minor kind of in design. So you go to L.A., I mean, that's really courageous. So your dad's like, see ya, I'm dropping you off in Compton. Um, or not really, but. <laughs> no, La Mirada is not Compton. <laughs> it's definitely nice. So, so were you, you were working for yourself there in L.A.? No, no I was still at school. So okay. I, was, I was at Biola, and I was, I was actually doing more printmaking and photography there, Um lots of weird stuff just testing out the waters where you know you're living living in the dark room because there's no digital cameras that shoot over six 680 by four or six what was it 680 by 480 or something like that was the max pixel dimension so um yeah doing weird stuff where i'd print out photos and make a suit out of them and wear them to my to my senior show or not my senior show my junior show and just yeah, interesting stuff like that, but always with uh, 
like minoring in illustration and design. So, you know, getting the classes in Illustrator really helped in Photoshop, but um, taking that and kind of mix matching them together. So I'm very eclectic. So it's and that's one of that's one of the things I love about you, and the, one of the things that I really love when we've talked, um, because I think I have the same sort of theory as you have, and this is one of the reasons I think sometimes twenty years I've I've been in the business. Um, I graduated from college in '96, and I didn't start working for myself then. But um, you know, I feel like it's a, it was a different time and it was, it was different. And so we've had to go through waves and there have been other people that I've graduated with or that I was in school with that have left the industry or they never really got a foothold or they just kind of yeah. did their own thing. And, and I think it takes something. I think there, there's something that's to that. And me as an educator, I really want to make sure that my, my kids, my, I call them mine. I want them to get jobs if they want to get jobs or I want them to be successful. And I think, you know, tapping into kind of some of the reasons and some of the ways that you've been able to be successful is really helpful because I really do think you have to stay relevant. You have to stay fresh. You have to stay, you know, you understand what is next and what's coming. And I think you've been able to do that with web design and with a lot of other things. Um, I, I would always say like that I was going to talk about this later, but um, that I always consider myself a B designer because the A the A designers seriously are bleeding edge and I've seen those guys and it's fine. I mean, that's really cool that they do that. And I have met some of them, but I, if you, if you see their family life or their life, it's kind of sad sometimes. So, I mean, to me, I, I guess maybe I'm a nerd enough that I'm always a little bit behind the curve because like I never update iOS now to this is separate, <laughs> sorry, because I don't update it for like two weeks because they have no idea what they're doing and they update it and then it screws up your phone. So it's like, I, I, I'm kind of like that buffer zone for design where I'm like looking at what's working and what's not, but within reason, you're, you're just doing design for me that most of my design is to make money to support my family. So, right. But so, I love it. So... <laughs> So what, let's let's talk about that a little bit. So you're pretty um, introverted, right? Yes. <laughs> you're like, yes, I can answer that one really strong. Um, and so I would think, so being an entrepreneur would not be a normal, like, you know, for an introvert, like I'm going to go and, because you have to sell. You have to get out there and you have to sell it. And that can be uh, like so anxiety ridden um, for somebody who is very introverted. So talk about a little bit about some of those. And I know we're off. Oh no, this is the next question. Yeah. I'm staying on. Okay. Track. <laughs> um, can you talk a little bit about that and how you get over that? Because I think a lot of designers are right there with you. We really like being behind the um, computer screen and we let somebody else be the star, right? Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think back in 2004, I cold called Von Glitschka. I was like, Hey man, I like your work. I want to work with you. So <laughs> I think I sent invisible creature a mannequin head too. So that was a long time ago, <laughs> but you have to do what you got to do. But yeah, it's, I guess for me, you know, the first few years were really rough, you know, just learning 
and realizing when you pay 1500 bucks for like a print ad, you know, you have to sell a lot of t-shirts to make that money. Yeah. So it's just that learning curve. But um, for me, it was more of when I had um, Ellie, our first daughter, um, 2002, stepping it up and, and being like, yeah, I need to make this call, you know, and really step out. And, and it wasn't like it was, I, it wasn't that scary, but it was more of like, I really wanted to get work that was, you know, lasting and, and paid well, I guess. So yeah, first few years, you know, it was just brutal. Like, yeah, brutal. Well, you're taking what is available and what you're hearing about, and it depends on what circles you're in of what yes. you're actually hearing about. So when, what year did you contact Vaughn? 2004. Okay. So, um, so you weren't friends with Vaughn yet. He, he is your friend now, right? It's not like... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it ended up being, it wasn't like a stalker move. No, <laughs> he probably got freaked out. But he's, you know, so... It was funny, though, because I had never met him for 12 years. So I met him last year at Creative South for the first time, which was really cool. So, so was last year your first year at Creative South? Well, a year ago from April. So 2015 was my first year. Okay, so you'd been – I thought Vaughn was there the – that 2015. He was. That's when I met him. That's what I'm saying, 2015. Oh, so. I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. Let's not add any extra math. Yeah. So <laughs> – all right, so you, you're married and you have your first kid and you're like, I know I need to do this, and you just start. So what was the, what would you say to yourself before you went to a big client meeting? Like, was there something to kind of get you ready or was it just like, oh my gosh, my kid needs diapers, I've got to go do this? No, 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 not like that. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, from the, the clothing industry, just for me, I just couldn't handle you know, the, the money, it, it just, it wasn't there for selling and like the distribution. And I was doing it most of it myself with a, a couple other people uh, to help. But like my, my whole basement was full of clothes, like cargo pants and like, like sweatshirts, hoodies, everything. It was just crazy. And just the inventory, uh, I just realized I don't want inventory. And I was, I started that's when I started branding and, and making up new t-shirt designs, logos and stuff. And I was like, I love this. I love this. And then matching the website to it. So, and then when I, I made like 1250 an hour for like my brother for doing his website and it was like, he wanted 800 pages, you know, <laughs> oh no templates, you know, it was just like, there was just no CSS, no nothing. So. Yeah, it, it was interesting. That snowballed into, um, I, I wrote it down because I was trying to remember. It got kind of blurry, but um, I started a business uh, with three other guys called Pixel Tonic in 2000, and we rented a space downtown Lawrence, and I think the rent was like 700 bucks a month for me. And wow. Yeah, that's a lot. And so, um, yeah, it was just crazy. And one guy um, – it was, it was a fun time and I learned a lot and it did a big flash website, you know, <laughs> stuff like that, some logos. But, um, you know, we had, I think we had a martini bar upstairs. We had all, we had made all sorts of crazy stuff and it was so cool. But then one guy had to go to um, New York in like six months. And so we just broke it apart. 
And uh, I think I had one client come in in six months. And I was like, this is crazy. I'm going to get like a $7,000 raise moving home. And so that's when I started working at home. And I had the drive enough to work, you know, nine to five, no problem. And, you know, when starting your own business, you're usually working at night too, <laughs> so to get it off the ground. So. so that was something me and you had talked about even today. We were talking about, because you really are you're really prolific. You're able to do a lot of different things. And I really don't know how you do that. I don't know if you don't sleep a lot, but it <laughs> seems like you take time for your family. You, you do printmaking, you make your own books, you do all these other side projects and you're, you're really good with clients. I've been on the phone with you. You're helping me. And then you're like, I got to go to clients here. And I'm like, okay, see you. Thank you so much. So, but, and you know, you're, you're constantly doing stuff. And I don't know if you're just able to do that because you're at home and maybe that's like a key to you being able to kind of like you separate and you have your home, but then you also can just go right outside the door. There is no commute and you can be really present in your kid's life and your wife. Yeah. I mean the commute thing that's comical too. Cause I'm like, um, I just, yeah, it drives me nuts to be in the car for a long time. And it's just like, I like to do stuff, you know? So it's like, if I'm, not working with the client or I'm waiting for an okay on like a UI thing or like a wireframe or something, you know, I'll be twiddling making a t-shirt or a disc golf design, you know, and so that's when I'll do that every once in a while or make a birthday card that's fun or, you know, just, it, it's like I'm constantly doing something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just I, I grew up without a TV. We, we didn't have a TV until the Gulf War. And so, it was kind of like I would go to friends' houses. I was like, oh, "There's TV. It's like cable, you know, Cartoon Network, and like, or not Cartoon Network, whatever it was." Nickelodeon. Well, Nickelodeon, but there's something with the train, and it had Aquaman and all that stuff. I forget, but anyway, um, my family's—I don't think we've ever had cable. And so, obviously, we have Netflix now, and probably Prime and stuff, but. It's like, obviously, obviously, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I think, I think that helps me because like literally if I can't watch the Jayhawks like play basketball, that's okay. You know, I, I like to watch sports, but like to watch a full football game for me is kind of painful because I don't know if I've ever done that in my life <laughs> because it's so long. I like it, but it's like, I could be doing something else. So. Right, right. I I usually knit during football season because I am so anxious. So I'm just knit John hats to wear because he's bald. So he needs little uh, hats and they're easy to knit because you don't have to really pay attention. So, I'll be there in a couple of years. So. <laughs> I'll knit you a hat. All right. All right. So, um, but I can understand. So when you're downtime, you actually do something else. So this is your studio space and you, you have – you actually, I think you also have an, where do you paint though? Cause you don't paint in this room. You know, I have a studio downstairs and my wife, yeah, we, we built a house in 2000 way out in the country with five acres and it was amazing. But we moved what, three years ago when we bought this really big house that had been vacant for like a year and a half. And we literally had to repaint every wall and redo every floor. Whoa. And, and then my painting studio actually was kind of cool because it was nothing. So I 
I learned and had some help from my dad and my brother, definitely a lot of help, but wired it and then drywalled it and painted it and set up all the lights. So that was cool. So, that is cool. Yeah. I just need to get some interior design help from all these other designery people. So. <laughs> well, maybe somebody could hook you up with somebody to help you with that. So um, I think it's funny, like I've driven through Kansas. It can be kind of boring of a drive yes. unless maybe in the summer it kind of the way the wheat or whatever is growing grass or whatever they're these big and it kind of looks like the uh, if the wind's blowing it looks like the ocean really because it, it waves like the ocean yeah well when i lived in la people didn't really think anyone but farmers lived there but literally there was like a tractor on my road when i lived out in the country so <laughs> But where I live is on the east side, just outside of Kansas City. So it's very hilly, very foresty. And then you get into the um, rolling hills and the prairie. And then it becomes completely flatter than a pancake. So. <laughs> right, right. All right. So um, I love your Kansas t-shirt that you did. So this is this makes sense now that when you're waiting for something, you just go to the next project and you just... and but you're also really fast. Like that's one of my things that I'm like, I don't think you realize how fast you are. Like that's your superpower is you're prolific and that you're, you can do things pretty quickly. Um, and I don't know if you have a copy of that um, to show the, yeah, no, I do. can you show that? Oh, so uh, you'll have to screen share. So I'm going to preface this. So um, 50 States is uh, David O'Hara. Oh, well you can take us through some of the pictures, but you could show us. Oh, okay. So this your family. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, can you see my mouse at all or no? Yeah, we can see your mouse. Oh, okay. So this yeah. is Jenny, my wife, Ellie, Lena, and Silas. So yeah. And this is um, not in Kansas. Not in Kansas. And actually, <laughs> this is comical because I don't have it. It's not. Oh, there it is, right there. Yeah, I got it. Okay. All right. Oops. Wait, wait, go back to it. <laughs> Sorry, I won't touch it. <laughs> so. Um, how did you meet David, or did you know David, or did you just um, saw the I met thing? David in 2015 at Creative South. So Mike was amazing and just really connected everyone, you know. And it was Lenny who brought me. I don't know if you know. And Lenny's that. here. Yeah, I, he. I read his blog, and he wrote it so well. And I was like, I want to go there. So it was so cool. <laughs> so it, yeah, it was that was the first design conference I'd ever been to. And so I've, I've definitely behind the scenes and, and I need to get out more, but every time I went, to, you know, to look for a design conference, it was like, do I want this new flat screen monitor? Do I want to go to the conference? Well, and as an introvert, this wasn't, this is, this is in a way stepping out. So you, you actually had used the internet and you were able to make friends and do things um, with other people uh, and build relationships because you are working at home, but relationships yes. in the industry is extremely important. So, um, all right. So I think so I'm 10 years behind, like I'm just starting to catch up. Yeah. So Lenny just said, uh, CS 17 love is blind is coming very soon. And so you went in 2015, you went on your own on 2016 and now, um, hopefully you'll always go back. So, yes. so how, you met David that, um, and then he told you about his project, uh, 50 States Apparel, which you guys can go to. And so they do kind of like a 
you it's voted it's voted by congress and then it's to see if it goes and this was like the most i didn't even know you did it like i just was like this is the most beautiful shirt i don't really i mean no offense to your state but <laughs> like my favorite state in the you know the lower 48 yeah um, but this shirt was just amazing to me and so this was like the first 50 state shirt i bought and i love it and it's soft and it's just but the design and i love i mean i lived in colorado so this kind of with the buffalo kind yeah. of yeah. something to me and it is a border state to colorado so um but i loved this one so it, Again, this was just kind of a side project for you, right? Yes. Yeah. I think it was like early January or something this year sometime. So, yeah, it was it was cool. It actually the the um, clouds there are from a, a sunset painting um I did this you last year. So, I think so. So, you do actually a lot of side no. projects. <laughs> I did not do the right one. So. Okay, that's okay. Well, we you can unscreen share and we can come back if you want. Okay. Um, so me, me and you, we started talking about this a minute ago, but you and I have talked about focusing on one area of design because a lot of times that ends up what, what a lot of people end up thinking that they need to do and really focus and get niche on one thing. Um, and I think that that can be good, but you and I have had this conversation. So tell, tell us what you think people should do or what you think has worked for you. Well, it was interesting because then You're like, <laughs> I, let me look at I guess I do, but yeah. Um, uh, basically, yeah, when in 2015, there was like all these, I'm talking about Creative South, so I guess that's, you know, um, before that, it's like I'm reading design magazines and <laughs> getting my internet, you know, stuff. Right. So, um, I am very not opposed but i'm just not specific to one thing so it's like when you're hearing that over and over it's like focus on one thing be really good at one thing i think that's great for younger people <laughs> <laughs> or people that don't need to make money or like lots of money <laughs> right so i was like yeah that's cool and I mean, all these guys like Sean West and stuff, they're so smart and, you know, they have a lot of business savvy and I think mine's just a different savvy. So I don't, I don't know, but it's for me, I like if my business is diversification is like, um, obviously art doesn't sell that much or at least, you know, it doesn't pay that well. So I knew illustrators that, you know, most of the illustrators that I knew back then, like even Vaughn, he had to do design to pay the bills and do right. illustration because he loved it and he's really good at it. So, um, but he's diversified too. So he does yeah. design, he does branding, he does illustration, but then he also teaches on lynda.com. So yeah. it's, it's about finding what you can do with your skills because it's not like you're like, yeah, I can do everything for you. You are really good at some things and you may stretch yourself and I think that's how you've gotten more UX UI and doing because you do continue to learn yeah right? oh yeah I mean if you don't learn you're you're kind of done so. you're not gonna have a very long career right exactly um, 
like I had to learn Adobe Edge last year to do an intro for an iOS app. And it was like learning Flash again. <laughs> but it was, I don't know, it was just interesting. So but it's, uh, it's I'm taking, trying to multitask and open this up. <laughs> okay, take, oh, take your time. But it's taking those uh, chances and those uh, maybe new projects where you might not know exactly something, but you know you're going to learn while you're, um, you know, doing the thing. Okay, yeah, this is Smoky Mountains, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I failed again. This is another painting, but... But there's I, the other one. There's Well, isn't yeah. it still not the one you were... This one? is actually Kansas. So this is, this is Kansas uh, uh, in the winter. This is what the, the clouds look like a lot of times. So, oops. So, oh, you can go to the block print if you want. Okay. So then you did this whole series... Tell us about this series, because this, again, side project. So while Brian's, while we actually <laughs> walk away from the computer or we go and do something else, Brian actually just picks up some another, he has another, all these ideas, I think, scrambling over in his head, and he uses this downtime to make things. So tell him about this project. Uh, last year, I did, um, well, the books, that was the other screen share I was going to show. I'm like, it up. Um, I made a couple books and then la this last year I was like, I, you know, actually it was, I think it was right after CS and it, and I like the idea of people doing things daily and like getting traction from that. Um, you know, social media and I are still at odds and we're <laughs> working on it. So uh, I don't do it right, but uh, I am on Instagram now. So yay. <laughs> But anyway, last year I was like, I really want to read a song every day for Lent, like which is the time up into Easter for the Christian holiday, and uh, and then um, iterate it into a block print. And so uh, I did that, and it was hard, like you know, to do it every morning, or or even if I missed it in the morning, doing a second one if I missed it the, the day before, but trying to hit it every day. So I, I got close and I, I hit all 40 days and they were all three by three woodblock prints. And um, when I say woodblock, I meant linoleum, but block print kind of in general. Right, right. Um, so I, w I was just excited about it. And so I made a book uh, and then put, I actually called up, I forget which translation for the Bible to get the ability to use the Bible, <laughs> but, uh, but I put together the book. And so it correlates, like you've got the Psalm picture. And then I picked out like one verse out of the Psalm because some of them are pretty long, but, um, I thought that would be kind of interesting and, um, it'd just be fun to put it together. I had this wacky idea. I'm like, well, I could duct tape all of these three by threes together and run it through my press. I have a big press that I bought. It was fun. And so, um, yeah, so I, I did it, and I really liked how they worked. So I'm trying to decide next year. I'm going to do pre uh, prints next year, um, you know, through Lent, but uh, I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to stick with the square theme or not. But it worked out really well because then I broke it out per book. But the year before, um, I did uh, 40 Days of Psalms book. I did a watercolor per day, and that was pretty fun. And I got better at it at the end, so 
Um, some of them aren't good. But <laughs> and you actually, so in all this, and I don't think this was the first book you did, but you, what was your first book that you made and you started selling on uh, Create Space with Amazon? That was the, the uh, Kickstarter I did. It's called I Love Lunch Notes. So, so. you got to take us. Or do you yeah. have that so you can share it? I um, have it on my other computer. Okay. Let me see if I can. But, but I can share the link. Um, I have those things. So you actually did a Kickstarter, which you can actually still go. And so this is the thing that Brian that kind of amazes me. So one, he's doing all the stuff and he's doing great design work. But then on the other side, he's also doing these side projects. Like I really don't know. Maybe you don't. Do you sleep a long time at night? <laughs> I, I do. I, I think <laughs> My kids go to bed and then my wife goes to bed and I'll stay up a little bit longer and, and paint or, or do stuff. So, um, and, and ideas just are continuously coming to you. Is that? Yes. Yeah. Um, here's the books. So is that, did that work? Yes. It's okay. perfect. So all so, these books are available, but it start, so it started out as this, I love lunch notes. Yeah. Kickstarter that you did for your kids. I'm trying to find a note, but anyway, um, yeah, this first book was a Kickstarter book and I had like five years of lunch notes. And so like Lenny, what that is. It, it basically a guy worked at Hallmark cards there in Lawrence and, uh, and he, they had been throwing away all sorts of these, you know, like they're almost like index cards that were perfect to draw on. So I started, um, I mean, using just whatever like napkins and then moved to these cards that were all the same size same color for like five years and so my first daughter went through elementary school and i made a card almost every day some of them weren't very good and you know rushing out the door and you know and they and then i wouldn't put in a bag you know come back with spaghetti sauce all <laughs> over it or whatever but um, some of them were, were fun, and so I saved them, and, uh, and then it took forever, but I scanned them, and so there was like 300 cards in the first book, and it was kind of like the ones that I liked, or some of them were like magical unicorn horn that didn't make sense to anyone that you just don't put in there. It was an inside joke, you know, so we didn't, there was some weird stuff in there, so, so it's definitely not a a normal like I love you you know right right some so, stuff, but. so is that one of the ways you connected with Lenny because I know he also makes Bella still to this day I believe oh yeah the monsters are incredible so mm -hmm. yeah I think the first year we talked about briefly but he's been busy ever since so. <laughs> <laughs> so all right so it was really good you had a funded Kickstarter so that's yes. another thing like Brian could teach us about doing a Kickstarter but then he's also could teach us about doing create space and actually selling books through Amazon so you did the lunch notes too. how long after lunch notes one uh, that was this summer it, or April was that one just came out. So there's like a hundred new notes. So, but what I did is I realized people didn't want so many notes <laughs> and uh, I took the first book and broke it into three smaller books by specifics. So like one's more animals and mm. one's more like school related or like holidays, stuff like that. So, um, 
but it's just kind of a whimsical like illustration where I use I have, like have a ton of Crayola crayons and um, these uh, they're like the what paper playmate big felt pens mm -hmm. so that's it so it's kind of fun so did the lunch notes already come colored yeah you just cut them out and people were like well why didn't I die cut them you know, I'm like, but it's like you, to do that. It's like the book would cost thirty dollars. You know, and um, yeah, I try and keep the cost down as much as I can. And um, and we'll share how to get any of these. So I actually love robots. If you didn't know, and I don't have any kids, but I actually bought the counting with robots, and then the forty days of Psalms. That's the watercolor, I believe, um, because I don't have anybody to write lunch notes to. But I love the counting with robots. So where did this come in? So you do the lunch notes and then when, what's the, the, like the timeline for all of these? Oh, um, lunch notes was 2013 when I finally got it kickstarted and, and, and then it took a while to ship them all out. It was crazy. But, uh, but then I started working with Amazon and doing more printing with them. And then I did this, the subsequent three books, the next six months and um 40 days of psalms literally both of those this this last year which is cool so um counting with robots was 2014 um i <laughs> one of my friends had uh one of the right next to me is a book home uh one of those huge tablets and he was giving it like half price so i was like i cannot not turn that down so um that's my second monitor which is great but um i just was like using kyle's brushes and just messing around at night you know um the yeah it was is just really fun to do so and i read to my kids every night and i have for 14 years so um yeah it's fun so i love to read and i'd love i think like if I had to stop doing design, I would just make books all the time. So I like it. And and to draw. I love to draw and to illustrate. I don't have an agent and I, I probably should try and figure that out, but I've always thought my drawing was so eclectic that no one would really ever use it for anything uh like uh professional, I guess. I love the robots. I think that style is terrific. Like um that I think you should not sell yourself short there for sure. Okay. That, that actually, this one um, is drawn from a Lego model. So, oh, cool! <laughs> We're a big Lego house. So, uh, yeah, um, I'm trying to think. Going back to um, uh, the diversification, or I'll, I'll let you run the show. Actually, <laughs> so no, no. Like, so, so I want you to show the mural because again, so we're kind of talking about some of these side projects that you do that end up kind of eating, feeding in and they, they help you feel probably more sustained as, as a designer. Cause again, you, you definitely have work that's not going to be like, Oh my goodness, look at this great thing I want to show you. Right. But, right. No. Like, but um, this it's about organization, right? Well, let me, I, I, I'm having trouble with my preview. It's jumping all over. Oh. So I can, uh, um, let me go back. Let me stop sharing and then I'll, I'll jump back. Okay.
Yeah, for some reason it's not showing everything. So. So all right. So what do you think that your are your three things that you're really great at? That are, and that's probably hard for you to say. But what do you think are your so web and UX UI is one maybe? Yeah, I do. Probably, I mean, pay 80% of the bills with that, so. And then you also do a lot of branding. Are you are kind of like getting back into that and want to do more of that, right? Right, right. And I've, I've always loved to do branding and logo design and, and like mood boards and style tiles and all that stuff. And I basically, it's like that word of ideation of coming up with the idea of what you know, how, how your company will be perceived. And uh, I love to, sh to show that. I, I mean, with, with smaller companies, it's so cool to see how quickly you can change something into something that's professional and like moving them forward. Um, I've worked on like sprint stuff before and it just feels like, I mean, it's okay, but it's like, you don't feel like you're making a big, you know, big change and stuff. So right. Sometimes it, when you help a smaller company, you actually see the the growth rate in the company change. Their return on investment for you having you in their office, you can see that for where maybe something that's more established, you're just making a little ding instead of a big impact. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Sorry. <laughs> I keep trying to share my stuff and it's not working. So I'll just talk. <laughs> okay. No problem. So, well, so how, like how often, how many days a week are you doing working on more of the art projects? Because you do seem to be awful prolific, right? <laughs> Making a lot of things. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's what helps too is like the diversification of my business has moved every year. It changes. And so you, ha you have to constantly be shifting, um, especially in this day and age. Um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm jumping all over, but 2006 really hurt me. Uh, mm. And it was from, um, uh, I'm sharing my screen now, aren't I? Right, yes. <laughs> 2006 is when CSS really came out and tables had to leave and I had been doing tables for so long. Maybe it's 2005 or whatever, but holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't do this stuff. So. I have a very sensitive mouse. So anyway, um, diversification, I'm jumping back, but basically almost always when I'm freelancing, I still freelance or contract or whatever you call it with, with three or four agencies usually at a time. And so what happens is none of them have projects at the same time. And so you're usually working on one or two projects with agencies that gives you your base that basically covers your utilities and, you know, payments and all sorts of stuff. And then the Trilion stuff is just like smaller clients and, almost 90% of it's um, word of mouth, which is great. And so it's like uh, someone in DC had a beer with this person. Hey, you know, Brian, Hey, and then they start working with me or they move companies, which is great. Cause I've been in the business for so long. I had a guy working up in New York. He went down to Texas to a company 
and I basically got that as a client, and then he moved to another company, and I get the client again. Which and is you've great. and you've kept and you've retained the other client, maybe in New York or in Texas as well. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. sometimes. I mean, every agency is different. I've worked with BML like earlier two thousands doing. Um, I wanted to be on the Xbox branding stuff, but was put on like their development team and stuff. So. Um, I, I did stuff for them for Microsoft and Sprint and some bigger clients that is great because you're getting these branding guidelines that are really detailed and you learn so much, but then you have to translate it for a five, five page WordPress site and logo design brand for a company, you know, locally or um, not a lot of local work actually. I've just started to and I really like meeting people and doing that. So it's cool. But, um, All right, so tell us about this the this um, mural. Oh, this is fun. Um, there's a there's a missions program. A lady we met, um, we adopted our second daughter, uh, Lena, in 2007, and my 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 wife was like, "We are moving," and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so I got a bondage line, and we moved to Guatemala City uh, within a month of of her being born. And um, wow. my other daughter stayed back with uh, uh, my in-laws, so they really helped out a ton while we were getting acclimated. But uh, we ended up living in Antigua for eight months, and um, and the, I was freelancing for like Five Site in London and some other agencies, and doing a lot of UX UI stuff. Um, and they kept thinking I was in Antigua, the island, like drinking it up on the beach. And I'm like, no. <laughs> but we fostered her to adoption. And during that time, we really fell in love with the culture. It took about three months, but my wife and I loved to go back. And we all went back as a family without our young one, because it's a little dangerous for him. <laughs> He's so crazy. <laughs> but uh, but the, we met this lady, and she had been working there. So now it's her 10th year, and she's really just – loves the people and this is in a small mountain town up in Barrio La Cruz and um, so we do missions work up there and basically we're working on I would do like uh, safety cards where like <laughs> I got flagged when I brought them in because I had so much printed but you can only bring in so many but it's basically like you know don't drink from the hose and like all these standard things that these kids aren't taught right that um, that I tried to correlate and brand it in a way that they could look at it and not have to read mm -hmm. and be able to know, you know, but the leading cause of death in Guatemala under five is falling into open fires. So it's crazy. So this, this room, you know, looks amazing compared to like what we usually see. But um, uh, in, I think it was four years ago, um, we did this mural uh, for them. And it was really fun because the kids don't have enough money to go to the ocean, so we thought we'd bring it to them. Oh, so nice. So hopefully this next summer I'll be able to do the upstairs um, portion. So and this is like a building where they go for after school? or Yes, yeah. Right? Um, there's just a lot of problems in the area with um, where kids go home and they don't have um, uh, like a, another like two parents together. And when there's one – Together, there's just some issues there and um, just not a lot of safe places for them to be. So 
um, it's this lady started, it's called Paso Paso Missions, which is step by step. And she was able to get this building a few years ago and we were running out of a church, but um, we've actually started working with other um, local uh, communities too, which is fun. So, and my, my kids actually helped paint it with us and my wife who's on the right right here. So and the left is the front of the building. I did a logo for them in 2007 and it's okay. It's not like super good, but all I had was like a four inch printout. Oh, um, wow. Paper, and I'm like, I have to mathematically blow this up on a building that has like one inch cracks all over it. <laughs> oh my goodness. So that was fun. So, <laughs> uh, so I love that educational click on that one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is a beautiful logo. Thank you. So, so smart. Like I just love it. Um, yeah. Th uh, I met Bill Gardner um, a few years ago and he's in Wichita, Kansas and he does the logo lounge series. Um, oh, and, yeah. so, and Juan had told me to send, submit some stuff there. So I've been doing that pretty regularly for like, I don't know, like nine years, 10 years. So, uh, yeah, this, this one made it in, which I thought worked really well. It was fun. It's uh, a I'd love to do more branding. I just think it comes few and far between from UI. And I love UI too, but um, it's uh, I like them in combination. And, and it's usually the smaller clients that have the combinations like that. So, so I'm going to ask you, you can show some more um, branding if you want. Okay. I see some more in here. Yeah, this is a new client actually from Idlewild, California, where we used to go up and hike and uh, camp. And um, Idlewild Inn was a client, and they told this guy about me and uh, the Fleming Ranch. They This family bought like 1,300 acres this last year, and so it's been fun to brand that. So I'm doing uh, – they've got like rivers and um, – it, the whole circle is it's the the whole area is surrounded by a train track oh so cool that would connect but um they have uh, bonita vista farms too and then um he's the guy who's running the whole thing is a blacksmith still and it's pretty cool so i did a, a, a this one uh the starlight forge so he does cool. all these crazy blacksmith things for bars and other things around the area but yeah, it's been fun to meet new clients and, you know, where they actually have this toy that they're working on. So I've started branding kinetic targets and stuff for them. So. But it's really some, it sounds like with some of your clients, you, you stay on board, like you maybe do branding, but then you can also help with them, help them with some of their other things. And I think that's another way that you've been able to stay in business for so long is because you have been able to kind of, and you also have a team of people with TriLion. You have other designers and videographers and animators that you can kind of, you have this, um, you know, group that you can kind of work with to make sure that you can handle other things. It's not just you having to do everything, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So, here's the but you thing. also, yeah. So there's Trilion, but then you also have made fonts that you sell on Creative Market. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Quattrotone or whatever. So I have this one, and I love this. This I have used this filter <laughs> so much. I just love it. It's it, thanks. It is really. 
really inexpensive and it's again available at creative market and we i don't know if we have a link for that did you send me creative no market? i did a bad job on those i'll i'll, I'll try and send, Just those. send it to me and i'll put it on the in the show notes um so what's the filter so um there's it's called quattrotone which means four tones so but there's but it's actually um you say it's like 12 or it's no there's 50 30? now 50 yeah okay yeah. So well, what does it sell for? It's like a, it's, I think it's three or five bucks, something like that. So, yeah. <laughs> We're not sure how Brian's making money by giving. No, I don't make money on this stuff, but, um, but no, the quadratone is like, I love duotones, but I've always thought that the midtones always were lacking something. Mm -hmm. so basically I created a four tone process that it, so you have your dark and your light but then you have two different colors sometimes inside. Uh, so there's four colors in each one. So, And they're really named well, like there's some retro ones and I've used <laughs> those and um, I, I love this. So for three or $5, you get 50 and it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll keep adding to it as I'm doing other projects. Cause I've got one that I've been working on that has a lot of really interesting blues right now. So cool. So, yeah. We'll have those in the show notes, but you can actually go to Creative Market. And is it under Trilion or is it under? Yeah, it's under Trilion. Okay. It, it's kind of, I've got kind of two personalities. Like the Trilion <laughs> is the more businessy. <laughs> I'm too fake. Jen uh, just shared it. So thank you so much, Jen, for sharing that. Oh, cool. Thanks. Um, basically, when, when I first started, I had... Um, it was called solo multimedia. It was all me. And, uh, and then it didn't scare off agencies like that. I was competing with them. And that's totally changed lately where like we've been hired by like three agencies now to design their sites, which is fun. But sometimes we have to hide things on our site, but the password is really easy if you want to guess it. So, <laughs> or you can ask me, <laughs> But oh, here's um, I'm jumping back now. Here's a couple of the cards from. Uh, these are like my lunch note cards. So that's the crayon with pen style. So cool. Yeah, that's first year. So I always did a lot with um, Valentine's days and stuff like that, and robots. I collect robots. So and yeah, robots are the best. There's there's a spread from the the kind with robots book. So. So you did all that on the Wacom? <laughs> if that's how you say it, yeah. <laughs> it is. If you go to their site, they call oh, it Wacom. Okay. Well, then I've always said it wrong. So okay. Um. I. I anyway, I'm not going to tell you that story. So it, <laughs> like it has a gold foil. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. So I haven't gotten this one yet. Maybe I'll guess for that. That one's only like six bucks because it's black and white. Oh. <laughs> but I did get a print. You gave me a foot. That was my favorite. Yes. Yeah. So. And actually I meant to say that on the show is I've done a really bad job with social media. So I've been working hard on Instagram and then working on my, um, like my uh, email list. And so today I added two email lists on my sites, Brian White design and Triline studios. And, um, uh, you know, the, the 40 days of Psalms, that big print. Yes. I'm going to give one of those away. So uh, it, within the next month. So I'm working on that. So, so if, if people sign up, up they yeah. can, 
get entered for the drawing? Yeah, I just haven't posted it yet, but that's what I'm going to do. So. so at Tri Lion Studios. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's our old site. Our new site's not up yet. But. So, um, so Jed says one of the filters is called Blue Steel. You know what? I, th I think I've even yes. used Blue Steel, Jed. <laughs> and then um, Peter said the password is password. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But so, um, can you stop screen sharing for a second? So yes. Sorry. I want to be able to. No, it's okay. I just want to be able to grab some of these and share some of the things that um, you have, so that people can, because it's two thirty-four. So see, it flew by. Yeah, and I, I think I missed like five things. So yeah, it's, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I never finish answering all the questions, so it just means that you'll just have to come back on and. Um, and and do another. So um, Lenny says he's got to go and get more. Oh, thanks for coming, Lenny. And he said, "Mua hugs." <laughs> I don't know if that's how you say "mua." But, um, all right. So I want to share some of the things. So you can actually connect with Brian a couple different ways. You remember the multiple personalities? Not really, but um, so he has Tri Lion, and then he also has just Brian White. Brian White Studio. Brian White. Yeah. BWD. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to share all those. So on um, it's www.trilionstudios with an S um, dot com. And then on Instagram, Trilion Studios. And then on Twitter, Trilion. And then um, you can also look at some of just only Brian's work at Brian White Design. And I know I say white like Stewie um, is what my students tell me. Um, I don't know. You know what I'm talking about or no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Brian white design.com. Yeah. Cool whip. whip. Yeah. Johnny Gwynn just followed me and I haven't met him yet. So oh, he's one of my, I mean, he's like I know. a friend friend. I mean, yeah. not that you other people are not my friend friends, but like some people like Peter, I haven't met yet, but like, you know, well, the first year at creative South, I, I went, back and worked at the hotel so and the second year I went out and met people and it was just great so it's better yes, right it so is. so how do you get over that so just as as we end as I'm sharing more links how do you get over yourself to get out there was it helpful that you knew Lenny or was it helpful that you knew Bob? Yeah, kind of, I mean yeah I mean he was so busy you know and there's like groups of people that hang out and like Moynihan really, you know, just hung out with me and we both, <laughs> I don't know, like he says he's, you know, introverted. I think he's more extroverted than me, but, uh, you know, he introduced me to all the guys like David and everyone. And then this last year we had just a huge group of people like um, Paul Howalt, Tim Frame and um, uh, Tom Cox and Von Glitschka. So we were kind of like the older guys. Um, of design, but it was really fun to meet them personally. And, you know, I've just watched some of their branding work and um, design work and just been amazed by it. So it's cool. Yeah. I mean, and if you haven't, we're huge fans. If you didn't know, we're huge fans of creative South and the love is blind um, is coming soon. And so, and if you want to volunteer, you can get in touch with me. And I, <laughs> I did. I did. I drove a golf cart. So. Yeah. And it was fun, wasn't it? It was. It yeah. forced you to talk to people, and yes, then you made exactly. more friends. Yeah. 
Anyway, so um, now we all know how to say Wacom, right? Do it in practice. <laughs> and then we now we know how to say Peter's last name, Bakayao, right? Bakayao. Right? Is that right, Peter? Um, okay, Amy, awesome. I want you to volunteer. And so it is a cheaper ticket, people, um, and you just have to give me six hours. Not six hours all at once, but six hours spread out. Um, and it's really easy to volunteer, right? Driving a golf cart, like that was super fun. Yeah, I wish you get a shirt. <laughs> yeah, you get a shirt. And Mitch, awesome. <laughs> so Jed, I'll let you know. Um, so um, I shared a ton of ways that you can help, uh, not help, but you can find out more about Brian. I also shared his dribble, um, which and then the only thing I think I didn't share was that you also are starting more branding locally. Like this is something that you've kind of wanted to do. And so now you actually opened another website called kclogos.com. And yeah. so, and I mean, there's just a lot of work in Kansas city and they're going outside or trying to find companies, you know, around that area. And I'm only like 30 minutes away. So I'm in Kansas city a lot. And so I was like, this would be really good for search engine optimization and getting more Kansas City branding work. But uh, I mean, I probably will keep it, you know, mostly logos and maybe some identity work and stuff. But um, yeah, I, I just think it's kind of fun. And there's Kansas City is really blowing up right now. So it's fun to see just all these startups and, um, you know, design chapters. So I, I've thought about joining Ega, and I know that I see all you guys, you know. Yeah, you should. Yeah, it sounds like they've got a good deal going on in Kansas City, so. Yeah, and I think I know one of the guys there, so I can make sure that I do you an intro email or something, and he's really, you would really like him, too, so. That's cool. Well, you know, Tad Carpenter, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, he teaches up at KU, but he's in Kansas City, and he did the Made in the Middle I'm not sure if you're familiar. I think I've got a made in the middle thing back there somewhere. But um, uh, they're doing a conference in Kansas City. So if you come out, we'll hang out. It'd be great. So it's yeah. only like two days in October, but it'll be really cool. So. so just reach out to Brian. And if you want a print, remember, all you have to do is go to either trylionstudios.com yeah. or brianwhitedesign.com. And then sign up. Oh, so um, if you are interested in a ton of the other things that I don't know how still he, the time manager, like guru is right well, here. I am the project manager for Tri-Lions. So, <laughs> so maybe that's, that's another way that you, cause I do think that we kind of struggle with that sometimes and meeting deadlines and, um, but I think you kind of tell people what you have up front and you've just gotten faster and faster because you've been able to focus on, two or three things to grow your business. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't mean to come across like focusing on one thing is bad. You didn't. Just, just for me and my business, it, it keeps it interesting, I guess. I think I did a 40 foot like gator roller coaster illustration. It was all vector of course one year. And at the same time I was working on a funeral, fun I can't say a funeral parlor home website. So it's wow. like, you know, it's like, I like the variety of it, I guess. So. Yeah, I do too. Absolutely. So um, I can't, I'm so glad. Thank you so much for talking to me. I'm glad oh, you came on. I really appreciate it. So.
I'm just glad you're my friend and I'm just thankful that you, um, you came on and you shared some of the awesome stuff that you're doing. And I hope maybe you get more mural work cause you would love to do stuff like that. Um, and you just still find time to like, um, cause that was like a gift project, like a pro bono project, but you just did it. Yeah, and I totally didn't show the, the really, the one I really wanted to show, show. show us. Okay. Let me see if I've got and while it. you talk about this, I'm going to tell you guys who's going to be on next week. Next week is Fraser Davidson. He's an animator, illustrator, branding person um, in the UK. And I met him also at Creative South. And he was on a panel my first year there. And he's super smart, really talented. He's done stuff for the Canadian Olympics. He's done stuff for the NFL. A few people have heard of that. Um, I know most of you people are not um, not football people, but, you know, the NFL is pretty big. He does stuff for baseball, mm -hmm. basketball. Um, Fraser is brilliant, for sure. And, yeah, it's the British accent. So, ooh. Uh, that's not where you wanted to show me? Yeah, no, this is. Um, ooh, that's this is, awesome. This right? is a side project for our old church. And, uh, and so, like, I'll do this for kids where – uh, so there, these are based off of, uh, uh, old town libraries and stuff in, in our, our hometown. And so this is in a church. So this is branded for each of the kids rooms. So it's fun. So that's awesome. Yeah. And I threw in my disc golf right here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's fun. So those are awesome. All right. I'm just looking. Okay. Yeah, how did that, like, was it cut or was it straight? Oh, yeah. One second. I'll... No, uh, this is comical. You know, for church stuff, it has to be uh, pretty low key. So, like, we cut um, it out, you know, <laughs> and uh, just cut them out and, and grommeted it ourselves. So, we got to nice. get people on printing a whole bunch of banners. So. Farmer's market is great. Oh, thanks. Some of that's clip art too, so <laughs> you know but where like, you just you go as fast as you can, but you know it's for a good cause. So absolutely, well, cool, and I like that you're kind of putting your hands back in that too, and you're doing some different things, and you're still getting to draw, right? Yeah, I'm gonna focus more on packaging um, again, and like like these are some white papers, uh, airplanes I actually made for. a you know, for a packaging design and then, and then you juxtaposition the graphics on it. So, um, yeah. And, and working more on kids illustration stuff. Those are fun. Yeah. That's a, that's actually a Kansas city company, um, called kid fun. And it, <laughs> I shouldn't say this online, but they're really cheap toys, <laughs> So, but they needed branding. And so in like 2010, we rebranded and they're all over, but that's what they're known for is, you know, Affordable, inexpensive affordable toys so, affordable yeah. even better even better yeah all right all right you just have to hit stop screen share yep, got it awesome <laughs> yeah peter says affordable all right so um yeah. so i was trying to make sure so mitch said he had to run um anyway so check us out next week. Make sure you check out Brian, the 40 days of Psalms. I love the watercolor one. That's the one I have. And I of course love the prints that he had did done. They had done for the, um, the one that was this year. And so 
he's always inspiring me to do more with my time. And I hope you guys were inspired today. And I hope you'll check him out and follow. I think our talk was eclectic today. It was. (laughs) It was for sure. Well, um, Brian, thank you again so much. I'm always like having you on and I can't wait to have you again. And thank you guys for coming live and we'll see you next week with Frazier. Thank you. Bye guys.